Hello kids, it is your dad, I'm just uh, driving home from dropping a friend off. We went to go watch some fights at a friend's house. Now I'm heading back. Tomorrow is Palm Sunday, and uh, I think I'm going to head to the office and, and read a little bit more Leviticus. Right now I'm about 12 miles away, going through some side streets and get on the freeway. But the next part of Leviticus is consecration of the priests. That's, or another another word for it is ordination, which uh, I've done a little bit more research. So the consecration means uh, to fill your hands, uh, or the ordination. That's what that means. So we're going to be reading about how Aaron is, and his sons were ordained to be the high priest and what process that went through. Ordination is actually a pretty special thing in, in the church. I think in our church that we go to, the people that get ordained have to go through a, a long process. They have to submit they have to submit Papers. They have to have an education in in Christian theology. They have to lead certain ministries. I think for a while. I don't know exactly what goes into it, but but I know the teaching staff and the elders pray about it, and and then uh, you get ordained. They, they'll pray over you. And I've only seen a couple. But they're interesting. Your grandpa was ordained in the Baptist Church in in Oregon, of all places, before you guys even came around, any of you. My uh, dad was ordained in Bend, Oregon. And if you're wondering where that is, well, it's... You can either drive there or fly there. And so what we did was we... And I was the only... Of the his four kids, I was the only one that showed up, by the way. We flew into Portland, and then we rented a car and drove into Bend, Oregon. And then we drove back and dropped the car off at the airport in Portland, and then our friend, Fadim, uh, picked us up and drove us to Seattle. So we hung out with them for a little bit, and then we flew back. What's well, a fun trip. See my dad ordained. Although one of the guys bothered me. I, there's one of the guys there who was, I guess one of the leaders or one of the church members, he like took me inside and said, I have a message from God that you are going to be ordained. And that kind of really bothered me because I didn't, I, I've never felt a calling to be a pastor. And so I, I, I think that guy was either lying or maybe just in the moment. He wanted to do something. I don't know. It it just, it felt fake. And I think about that guy a lot. Once every few months, I just think, why would you say that? So. Anyways, I'm, we'll get through uh, chapters 8 through 10 tonight. Maybe more. Fiddling with, like, the songs... I, th I don't think all, all of the songs are going to be worship songs. Maybe they'll just be songs that I like. Of course, you know, there, there's got to be some rules, so probably no songs with any cursing. 
that that should be a no-brainer if you're reading if I'm reading through the Bible. Today your grandma got her second shot. Your mom took her. You guys watch TV while I cleaned the kitchen and dining room. Then I went upstairs and I cleaned the bathroom spotless, I might add. Then I did some loads of laundry. What else did I do? Did some dishes. Oh, then I folded a couple loads of laundry too. I just, I know your mom likes things clean, so that's what I want to, want to, I want to do that for boys, men, it's important to clean, don't feel like it's a woman's job, it's not, it is a man and woman's job, although there are certain things that men do, and we could get, well, we'll get more into that, because they are two different people, men and women, so I'm going to hit pause right now, kind of excited about chapters 8 through 10, I think I'll just end it with 8 through 10, there's a lot to unpack there, and uh, maybe, maybe we'll go more. Hmm. Tomorrow is Palm Sunday, so it's exciting for that. It's the beginning of Holy Week. Jesus came into Jerusalem, and he was there for a week. You know, a really great book, which details historically the things that Jesus did, which is backed up by the Bible and archaeology, and, um, is the book called Killing Jesus, which is which explains, like, all the stuff that happened before Jesus was born, and it gives gives a lot of historical perspective on it. So, if you guys have a chance, read that book. It's really good. We'll probably watch Passion of the Christ tomorrow, or maybe next week. I don't know. Maybe we'll watch it next Friday. Who knows? Kind of a very... Kind of a very um, graphic movie see how bad Jesus was brutally murdered slowly. I think that movie came out the year your mom and I got married. It came out in 2004. I remember talking to our pastor about it before I was about to walk down the aisle. Um, I I remember that. Actually driving by a courthouse I used to appear at, but they don't have the same... They don't do the same cases that I do now. I'm passing a police department that your oldest aunt, my old, or my oldest sister, worked at for a time. Your, your uncle. So, anyways, I'm rambling. I uh, about to get on the freeway. Let's pause it for a little bit. When we're back, we'll be reading Leviticus chapter eight. See you soon. back in my office. It's about 11.30 at night, but I I have weird hours anyway, so. Here we go. Chapter 8, Consecration of Aaron and His Sons. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take Aaron and his sons with him, and the garments and the anointing oil, and the bowl of the sin offering, and the two rams and the basket of unleavened bread, and assemble all the congregation at the entrance of the tent of meeting. Moses did as the Lord commanded him, and the congregation was assembled at the entrance of the tent of meeting. And Moses said to the congregation, This is the thing that the Lord has commanded to be done. 
And Moses brought Aaron and his sons and washed them with water. And he put the coat on him and tied the sash around his waist and clothed him with the robe. And put the ephod on him and tied the skillfully woven band of the ephod around him, binding it to him with the band. And he placed the breastpiece on him. And in the breastpiece he put the urim and the thummim. And he set the turban on his head. And on the turban in front he set the golden plate, the holy crown, as the Lord commanded Moses. Then Moses took the anointing oil and anointed the tabernacle and all that was in it and consecrated them. And he sprinkled some of it on the altar seven times and anointed the altar and all its utensils and the basin and its stand to consecrate them. And he poured some of the anointing oil on Aaron's head and anointed him to consecrate him. Then Moses brought Aaron's sons and clothed them with coats and tied sashes around their waists and bound caps on them as the Lord commanded Moses. Then he brought the bull of the sin offering, and Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the head of the bull of the sin offering. And he killed it. And Moses took the blood with his finger and put it on the horns of the altar around it and purified the altar and poured out the blood at the base of the altar and consecrated it to make atonement for it. And he took all the fat that was on the entrails and the long lobe of the liver and the two kidneys with their fat, and Moses burned them on the altar. But the bull and its skin and flesh and its dung he burned up with fire outside the camp, as the Lord commanded Moses. Then he presented the ram of the burnt offering, and Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the head of the ram. And he killed it, and Moses threw the blood against the sides of the altar. He cut the ram into pieces, and Moses burned the head and the pieces and the fat. He washed the entrails and the legs with water, and Moses burned the whole ram on the altar. It was a burnt offering with a pleasing aroma, a food offering for the Lord, as the Lord commanded Moses. Then he presented the other ram, the ram of ordination, and Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the head of the ram, and he killed it, and Moses took some of its blood and put it on the lobe of Aaron's right ear, and on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot. Then he presented Aaron's sons, and Moses put some of the blood on the lobes of their right ears, and the thumbs of their right hands, and on the big toes of their right feet. And Moses threw the blood against the sides of the altar. Then he took the fat and the fat tail and all the fat that was on the entrails and the long lobe of the liver and the two kidneys with their fat and the right thigh. And out of the basket of unleavened bread that was before the Lord, he took one unleavened loaf and one loaf of bread with oil and one wafer and placed them on the pieces of fat and on the right thigh. And he put all these in the hands of Aaron and in the hands of his sons and weighed them as a wave offering before the Lord. Then Moses took them from their hands and burned them on the altar with a burnt offering. This was an ordination offering with a pleasing aroma, a food offering to the Lord. And Moses took the breast and waved it for a wave offering before the Lord. It was Moses' portion of the ram of ordination, as the Lord commanded Moses. Then Moses took some of the anointing oil of the blood that was on the altar and sprinkled it on Aaron and his garments, and also on his sons and his sons' garments. So he consecrated Aaron and his garments and his sons and his sons' garments with him. And Moses said to Aaron and his sons, Boil the flesh at the entrance of the tent of meeting, and there eat it and the bread that is in the basket of ordination offerings, as I commanded, saying, Aaron and his sons shall eat it. And what remains of the flesh and the bread you shall burn up with fire, and you shall not go outside the entrance of the tent of meeting for seven days, until the days of your ordination are completed for it will take seven days to ordain you. As has been done today, the Lord has commanded to be done to make atonement for you. At the entrance of the tent of meeting, you shall remain day and night for seven days, performing what the Lord has charged, so that you do not die. For I have been commanded, 
And Aaron and his sons did all the things that the Lord commanded by Moses. Chapter 9 The Lord accepts Aaron's offering. On the eighth day, Moses called Aaron and his sons and the elders of Israel, and he said to Aaron, Take for yourself a bull calf for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering, both without blemish, and offer them before the Lord. And say to the people of Israel, Take a male goat for a sin offering and a calf and a lamb, both a year old without blemish, for a burnt offering, and an ox and a ram for peace offerings to sacrifice before the Lord, and a grain offering mixed with oil, for today the Lord will appear to you. And they brought what Moses commanded in front of the tent of meeting, and all the congregation drew near and stood before the Lord. And Moses said, This is the thing that the Lord commanded you to do, that the, Lord, that the glory of the Lord may appear to you. Then Moses said to Aaron, Draw near to the altar, and offer your sin offering and your burnt offering, and make atonement for yourself and for the people, and bring the offering of the people and make atonement for them as the Lord has commanded. So Aaron drew near to the altar and killed the calf of the sin offering, which was for himself. And the sons of Aaron presented the blood to him, and he dipped his finger in the blood and put it on the horns of the altar and poured out the blood at the base of the altar. But the fat in the kidneys and the long lobe of the liver from the sin offering he burned on the altar, as the Lord commanded Moses. The flesh and the skin he burned up with fire outside the camp. Then he killed the burnt offering, and Aaron's sons handed him the blood, and he threw it against the sides of the altar. And they handed the burnt offering to him, piece by piece, and the head, and he burned them on the altar. And he washed the entrails and the legs and burned them with the burnt offering on the altar. Then he presented the people's offering, and he took the goat of the sin offering that was for the people and killed it and offered it as a sin offering, like the first one. And he presented the burnt offering and offered it according to the rule. And he presented the grain offering, took a handful of it, and burned it on the altar, besides the burnt offering of the morning. Then he killed the ox and the ram, the sacrifice of peace offerings to the people. And Aaron's sons handed him the blood, and he threw it against the sides of the altar. But the fat pieces of the ox and the ram, and the fat tail, and that which covers the entrails and the kidneys, and the long lobe of the liver, they put the fat pieces on the breasts, and he burned the fat pieces on the altar. But the breasts and the right thigh Aaron waved for a wave offering before the Lord, as Moses commanded. Then Aaron lifted up his hands toward the people and blessed them, and he came down from the offering, uh, the sin offering and the burnt offering and the peace offerings. And Moses and Aaron went into the tent of meeting, and when they came out, <coughs> they blessed the people, and the glory of the Lord appeared to all the people. And fire came out from before the Lord and consumed the burnt offering and the pieces of fat on the altar. And when all the people saw it, they shouted and fell on their faces. Let's see where we are. 15 minutes. It's going to be a short episode today. I think it's important that we, we split them up a little bit just so we... Eight through, yeah. Let's split them up. Okay. Chapter 10, and we're going to end on 10. The death of Nadab and Abihu. Now Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, each took his censer and put fire in it and laid incense on it and and offered unauthorized fire before the Lord, which he had not commanded them. And fire came out before the Lord and consumed them, and they died before the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, This is what the Lord had said, Among those who are near me, I will be sanctified, and before all the people I will be glorified. And Aaron held his peace. And Moses called Mishael and Elzaphan, 
the sons of Uziel, the uncle of Aaron, and said to them, Come near, carry your brothers away from the front of the sanctuary and out of the camp. So they came near and carried them uh, it, sorry, in their in their coats out of the camp. And Moses had said, and Moses said, to, oh, as Moses had said, and Moses said to Aaron and to Eleazar and Ithamar, his sons, Do not let the hair of your heads hang loose, and do not tear your clothes, lest you die, and wrath come upon all the congregation. But let your brothers, the whole house of Israel, bewail the burning that the Lord has kindled. And do not go outside the entrance of the tent of meeting, lest you die, for the anointing oil of the Lord is upon you. And they did according to the word of Moses. And the Lord spoke to Aaron, saying, Drink no wine or strong drink, you or your sons with you, when you go into the tent of meeting, lest you die. It shall be a statute forever throughout your generations. You are to distinguish between the holy and the common, between the unclean and the clean, and you are to teach the people of Israel all the statutes that the Lord has spoken to them by Moses. Moses spoke to Aaron and Eleazar, 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 and Ithamar, his surviving sons. Take the grain offering that is left on the Lord of the Lord's food offerings, and eat it unleavened bread beside the altar, for it is most holy. You shall eat it in a holy place, because it is your due and your son's due from the Lord's food offerings, for so I am commanded. But the breast that is waved and the thigh that is contributed you shall eat in a clean place, you and your sons and your daughters with you, for they are given as your due and your sons due from the sacrifices of the peace offerings of the people of Israel. The thigh that is contributed and the breast that is waved they shall bring with the food offering of the fat pieces to wave for a wave offering before the Lord, and it shall be yours and your sons with you as a due forever, as the Lord commanded. Now Moses diligently inquired about the goat of the sin offering, and behold, it was burned up. And he was angry with Eliezer and Ithamar, the serving sons of Aaron, saying, Why have you not eaten the sin offering in the place of the sanctuary, since it is a thing most holy and has been given to you, that you may bear the iniquity of the congregation to make atonement for them before the Lord? Behold, its blood was not brought into the inner part of the sanctuary. You certainly ought to have eaten it in the sanctuary, as I commanded. And Aaron said to Moses, Behold, today they have offered their sin offering and their burnt offering before the Lord, and yet such things as they have, these have happened to me. If I had eaten the sin offering today, would the Lord have approved? And then Moses heard that. And when Moses heard that, he approved. Interesting chapter. Verse 2 seemed very interesting, very poetic. Uh, chapter 10, a lot of action happened. Uh, let's see. Let's see. i got to see a note as to why his sons were killed. Um, let's see. So the note in, in my Bible says, These were the two oldest sons of Aaron. A censer is a vessel in which incense is burned. Um, uh, it was to be used for only for holy purposes, though... The exact infraction is not detailed. In some way, the <clears throat> the two sons violated the prescription for offering incense, probably because they were, well, probably because they were drunk, is what this note says. Instead of taking the incense fire from the brazen altar, they had some other source for the fire and thus per- perpetrated an act, which, considering the descent of the miraculous fire they had just seen and their solemn duty to do as God had told them, betrayed carelessness, irreverence, and lack of consideration for, for God. Such a tendency had to be punished for all priests to see as a warning. So they messed up. They may have been drunk. <clears throat> they did not revere God, and God killed them. Pretty, pretty wild. Um, so it's fascinating. 
the things that happen in the Old Testament. But, you know, that doesn't mean things don't, wild things like that don't happen in the New Testament. So, I should probably get back to the house. We're 20 minutes in. Um, what is going on here? So, I was, um, what was I going to say? Lost my train of thought. That's going to happen a lot more and more the older you get. So, I'd love to say more about this. I'm sure I'll do a little bit more research, but basically, revere God, do as he tells you, or you may die. (laughs) This is true. Let's see. I'd love to read more, but I, um, now it goes, the next few chapters goes into clean and unclean animals and purification after childbirth, laws about leprosy. So I think we're going to end on this note. I think it's a good place to stop. Yeah, that guy, I don't know why that guy said that to me. um, Maybe it just kind of bothered me. Like, don't tell me, like, my whole life is going to change. Like, he, he told me that, and I had just finished, you know, getting my career job as a lawyer. And I was just all set to, like, you know, be a lawyer for the rest of my life. I didn't want some guy to say, oh, you're not going to do that. You're going to do something else. It just felt like he was just, I don't know. I don't know, this is a reason it made me angry. <sighs> Anyways, I'm about to head home. And of course, in everything, do it for the kingdom and the king.
Then bursting forth in glorious day Up from the grave he rose again And as he stands in victory Since curse has lost its grip on me Commands my destiny